88K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Commemorations are taking place in the United States to mark the 20th anniversary of the deadliest attack on U.S. soil, 9-11. Pakistan International Airlines will be the first foreign carrier to resume commercial flight service to Afghanistan. And Israeli forces have recaptured four Palestinian militants who escaped a maximum security jail. Americans have begun marking the 20th anniversary of the deadliest attack on U.S. soil, 9-11, when Islamist hijackers flew passenger planes into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. President Biden started the day in New York, where the names of those killed are being read aloud, with silences marking the times of the attacks and the collapse of the Twin Towers. The national anthem was sung by a choir. Then Mike Lowe, the father of Sarah Elizabeth Lowe, who was a flight attendant on the plane that hit the North Tower of the World Trade Center, spoke to the crowd gathered at Ground Zero. These 20 years have felt like both a long time and a short time. And as we recite the names of those we lost, my memory goes back to that terrible day when it felt like an evil specter had descended on our world. But it was also a time when many people acted above and beyond the ordinary. Beginning with the actions of the flight crews, like Sarah, and the passengers on the four flights, the individuals in the towers, the professionals of the fire and police, and later the volunteers who helped work on the pile sensitive to recovering our loved ones' remains. They helped pull us through the darkest days of our lives. At the Pentagon, where 184 people in the building and the flight that crashed into a complex died in the attack in 2001, a moment of silence was observed. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, who spoke there, paid tribute to Americans who died in the war in Afghanistan, including the 13 service members who were killed in suicide bomb attacks during evacuation efforts as American troops left the country. Almost a quarter of the citizens who we defend today were born after 9-11. And that includes thousands of our outstanding young service members. And many of the 13 brave men and women who just days ago gave their lives to save others in Afghanistan were babies back in 2001. And as Secretary of Defense and a veteran of the Afghan war, let me underscore again how much we owe to all those who fought and to all those who fell while serving our country in Afghanistan. The 9-11 anniversary has also been marked outside the United States. The UN Secretary General said the cowardly and heinous attacks had been seared in the minds of millions of people across the world. The head of the European Commission said the response to the violence had allowed the very best of human nature to shine through. Pakistan International Airlines says it will resume flights from Islamabad to Kabul from next week. It's the first foreign airline to restart a commercial service. Here is the BBC's Anbarasan Etherajan. A spokesman for Pakistan's national carrier said it had received all technical clearances and the first flight was expected to take off from Islamabad on Monday. He said they had already received dozens of requests from humanitarian agencies and journalists. Commercial services out of Kabul abruptly stopped when the U.S. and its allies began their evacuation. 
The airport was also damaged in a suicide attack in which more than a hundred people were killed. But technicians from Qatar and Turkey have restored operations. Four of the six Palestinian militants who escaped from the maximum security Gilboa prison on Monday have now been recaptured by Israeli forces. Police video showed two of the latest militants to be tracked down, blindfolded, handcuffed and shackled, being led separately into police vehicles. Hazem Qasem, the spokesman for Hamas, the militant Islamist group which rules Gaza, said they would continue to fight for the freedom of all Palestinian prisoners. The rearrest of four detainees who gained their freedom from the occupation's prisons is one of the forms of conflict between the legitimate resistance and the unjust Israeli jailer. We, the Palestinian people and the resistance, will continue to fight until we gain their freedom from the occupation's prisons. This is a legitimate and guaranteed right, according to all international laws. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Back locally, members of the Professional Teachers Union have officially voted to disband the 48-year-old body. The PTU is the largest union for a single profession, with almost 100,000 members. It held a special meeting to vote on the disbandment, as well as other matters like the sale of its assets and the termination of staff contracts. The union announced its decision to fold last month, after the government said it would stop working with the union following criticism by mainland media, describing it as a malignant tumour. The union's president, Feng Waiwa, spoke after the meeting. With the worsening of the situation, this is a decision we have to make. Actually, we are quite sad about this. At this moment, we will try our best to uh, actually do better uh, for the dissolving of our uh, organization and uh, to fulfill all of our commitments. Right now, actually, we worry about the uh, well, possible persecution, but we can't help much. So that leaves for the government to do. And we just uh, stay calm and face with uh, all what that will happen. The Secretary for Civil Service Patrick Nip says the government will pull out all the stops over the next two months to persuade the elderly to get vaccinated against COVID. Mr Nip, who's in charge of the city's vaccination program, said fewer than a third of people aged over 70 had been inoculated. He said authorities would set up more pop-up vaccination sites at shopping malls, housing estates and public hospitals. We will try every possible channel to facilitate the elderly to get the jabs including uh, arranging outreach service uh, at shopping malls, uh, in uh, housing estates, or arranging talks, medical consultation, and vaccination uh, service on-site in different districts. As regards the community vaccination centres, we will review the uh, situation and very much depending on the uh, capacity of the uh, community vaccination centre. If possible, uh, of course, we will consider expanding the coverage of the same-day tickets to facilitate more people, including the elderly, to get the jobs uh, easily. Police say they've arrested a 36-year-old party room operator during an inspection drive against violations of pandemic restrictions. Officers checked various locations in nine districts last night and found that a party room in Kowloon Bay had breached anti-epidemic rules. 52 people were fined, while some were warned for failing to show their Leave Home Safe app and vaccination records. An infectious diseases expert says Hong Kong should adopt the mainland-style health code system to prevent COVID-19 outbreaks. 
Professor David Hoy, one of the experts advising the government on its coronavirus strategy, said a color-coded mobile app similar to the one used across the border would speed up contact tracing. I think the health code is actually a good measure to try to monitor that if there is any outbreak, uh, the health authority can actually trace the persons involved, and this is. A measure not only implemented in the mainland of China, it is also implemented in Singapore. I think it is actually a good measure when you are facing a pandemic. You know, when you have travelers coming from overseas, if there is a health code that will enable the health authority to do contact tracing, that will actually facilitate the control of any outbreaks. The Center for Health Protection has reported four imported COVID-19 cases. One of them is a man who had traveled to the United States last month and tested positive for the coronavirus on his return to Hong Kong, despite being double jabbed. He doesn't have any symptoms. And on to the weather. Isolated showers and mainly cloudy with one or two thunderstorms in the morning and at night. The minimum temperature will be about 28 degrees, mainly fine and very hot during the day tomorrow, with the maximum temperature hovering around 34 degrees in the urban areas and a couple of degrees higher in the new territories. There'll be light to moderate westerly winds. The outlook, there'll be sunny intervals and a few showers in the next few days. Currently, it's 30 degrees Celsius to humidity, 84%. The very hot weather warning is in force. And to end the news, the top stories again. Commemorations are taking place in the United States to mark the 20th anniversary of the deadliest attack on U.S. soil, 9-11. Pakistan International Airlines will be the first foreign carrier to resume commercial flight service to Afghanistan. And Israeli forces have recaptured four Palestinian militants who escaped a maximum security jail. The news from RTHK. Too tired to fight and yet too scared
Taking a bit of time with Kina featuring Kanan. Stop for a minute. Yeah, if you have the time, you should take a minute. If not just 30 seconds. That way you get a chance to be relaxing and chilling. Like you're tuned to cool tracks. 